There you are. Oh, I thought we'd have to do the show without you, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Podcasting will, will be the grill. Grandpa and chill, grandson and friends. Podcasting will, Grandpa and chill, will be the grill, grandson and friends. With your host, Grandpa Bart and Brandon Fox. Finest Jackson and Sierra Doss. This is Grandpa and Chill. I have a question. Have a yeah, question. Grandpa. Um, uh, Sierra, it always says Brandon Fox down at the bottom of her thing there. Don't you want your name on that? Um, Actually, so Brandon's the only one with a paid Zoom account, so I just uh-huh. logged on to his account to oh, okay. post All right. the show. Okay, yeah. that's fine. And the other thing I want to ask you is how is it that you have such good lighting? You, your lighting seems to be better than the rest of us oh i have good lighting well my well i I mean the way it's coming across on the screen well thank you i i don't know i got my light right up here it's like a one of those nice like fluorescent bulbs i think Um, okay because brandon looks purple (laughs) (laughs) i'm i'm literally wearing a blue shirt i hate that it seems like brandon wherever you go like sometimes you're in a hotel sometimes you're like in a different part of your apartment or your house but like wherever you go like the shadow. There's <laughs> like a shadow cast over your face. I don't always I think, No matter where you position <laughs> yeah. yourself. Projecting my insides, I think. Uh, I let me look at this. <sighs> yeah. um, um, cool. So, Grandpa, I don't know if you got the message, but uh, we got stories from the four of us today. I don't know if you prepared a story, but... I got a message. I, I looked at it. I've had... I don't know if you were online when I was saying I've had a lot of problems with my cell phone this week. Ah. I had to replace my cell phone, and it's a whole long story. I don't want to get into it, but but I couldn't get my messages for a couple of days. Okay. So, so I, I mean, I can figure up a story, but, um, you know. But, all right. But if I listen to what you guys, the stories you tell, then I'll have a, a better idea of what kind of a story I should tell. All right, let's do finest first, then. Oh, man. Okay. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> uh, the story. Um, I thought that since I was under the age of 30, I'd be able to hook up my, my headphones to uh, <laughs> my laptop within, like, about two minutes. It'd be easy. I'm like, oh, no, no big deal. I got this. I'm not going to be like Grandpa. <laughs> Damn. And here I am. Burn. <laughs> With my eyes, like, what is this? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um, as well, I uh, I had a bunch of stuff uh, packed up because I thought I was going to move, but I didn't move. So I unpacked everything, and I cleaned my apartment up, and um, I fixed the table I found, and I felt very handy. And felt very accomplished getting order in my house, and putting out stuff, and so that was cool. That was cool. Sounds like you were really industrious. Yeah, getting it done. Yeah, yeah I had a, a real, real nice day. Yeah, that, that's my story. Had a nice. That's the story of finding this good lap yesterday off. I had a good yesterday off. Awesome, Sierra. Um, I'm kind of blanking on a story. Do you want to go? 
<laughs> It'll come to me. It'll come to me. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. What what story am I going to tell? Um, okay. It feels like uh, uh, we're from Finus's story, like like a bit in a, a roast mood, like uh, roasting. <laughs> um, what's Grandpa? You got any story? Oh, you think? Well, I, I just told a story about problems I had with my cell phone. I could repeat it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Since you weren't paying attention. <laughs> Did you do like that with a roast, Grandpa? I didn't mean to attack you. <laughs> no, 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 no. By the way, can you turn your volume up slightly, Fina? Me? For me? Yeah, I just had a problem hearing. Hearing. I'll be. That's closer to my mic. That's better. That's that's a lot better. Yeah. I have a microphone somewhere, but I don't know if I can hear you guys if I plug it in. Mm. Sierra, are you hearing background? Yeah. Are you hearing background static? Good. Okay. No. Cool, cool. Um, sweet. So I have uh, uh the the story that I was gonna tell was um this one time I this was way before the pandemic but I had went to um a, a like a festival like a concert. And uh, I like sat next to someone and like, it's a story that I tell frequently. I'm not going to go into the whole thing of like how like the sun and the moon were out at the same time. And then there was all this romance and it was so amazing. It was a really cool time. We were just talking and then we got ice cream afterwards at like five in the morning. But uh, the the part that I never tell is that uh, her mom was there the whole time, like literally like, like, uh, like with us. Um, so that was my story. <laughs> I don't know. Like hiding or just No, no, no. Like she she had went to this festival with her mom and I went by myself. So I was hanging out with her and her mom. You were third wheel in that that mom date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um cool. <laughs> All right. Let me let me think of this. Let me think of a story. I have a lot of I'm just blanking, you know. I I saw no ice problem. cube in the news and it just threw off all my whole everything. Oh, wow. I just I can't. Okay. Um, think with your brain, Sierra. Tell a good story. Tell a good story. That was great. Tell a good story. Tell a good story. What's a good story? Um I don't know why I'm not in a bad mood. I'm only thinking of oh, I've got a great story. I've got a great story. I'm ready. So I have a cousin and she's like 10, and she's like straight up gifted like she's incredibly smart like i remember when i when she was when she was like five years old i was playing with her toys and she had a bunch of like dinosaurs and stuff she likes dinosaurs and she was telling me oh yeah we gotta fight the good dinos with the bad dinos and i'm like yeah for sure girl and we're like clashing dinos and stuff and she's like well hold on a second push pause here i was like okay she's like this dino is like the worst dino. And I was like, straight up. And she goes, so what we're going to have to do is she takes this tiny little Lego. And I swear to God, she said, all right, so we're going to take this neurotransmitter and put it on the dino and that will make him good. And I was like, the, the who we're going to do what? And she's like, we're going to take this neurotransmitter. And she said it so perfectly. Like she pronounced like every syllable, this five-year-old child, like knew every part of it. And I was like, 
do you know what that means? Do you know what? Tell me more about this neurotransmitter. And she's like, you have to put the neurotransmitter direct contact with the dino. And that is going to make the dino good again. And I like was like, that is so cool. What? You know what? Let's take a break. And then we'll get that neurotransmitter. And I went down and I found her mom and I was like, does this, do you know that your child is talking about neurotransmitters up here? And she was like, oh yeah, she does that. So this girl's gifted. And one day. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's me, but go on, go on. <laughs> no, it's, it's really funny. So she's, she's a gag. She's absolutely wonderful and so then there was another so that's just how smart she is and she's just fun and one day um we went to this like apple orchard like near where i live and they have like apple cider donuts and apple bacon and apple punch and they have literally everything apple and so they have these really great apple cider donuts and i drove out and i got some and i came back home and i was like texting like hey do you guys want a couple donuts just get some donuts and hang out and visit and she was like sure so Cousin comes, you know, her mom comes and we're just standing around talking, eating these donuts. And she's like holding on to it. And she like walks over to me and then she just goes like bat with her foot. She just like kicks me in the leg, this tiny little kick. And I like looked, I don't know how old she was, but I looked and I was like, did you just kick me? And she's like, yeah. And then she just laughed and like went about her business. And I was like, well, don't. And everybody, my mom, my mom, her mom were like, girl, why are you kicking people? And we're like, you know, don't do that. Not cool, bro. So like a few minutes later, we're still talking and she just like walks around in a does a little lap and then she comes back over, just holding her donut and she looked right at me and I looked down at her and she went and she kicked my little leg again with her little leg. And so then I just looked at her and I just went and I just smacked the donut. I just, I just knocked the donut, the whole donut out of her hand and it's just, we were in a parking lot. So it just like fell, like it was gone. It was over. <laughs> We watched it. We watched it happen. It's like one of the funniest things. It was so funny, right? Because her mom was just like, "I don't know what to tell you, sis. Told you not to kick her. She told you not to kick her. Kicked again. I don't know what to say." She's like, "Can't have another one." And I was like, "You can't have another one because the rest of these are mine. The rest of this doesn't. It's all going back home with me." And it was. She wanted to laugh because she knew what was going to happen, but she was mm. trying to pout about it. But it was really funny. That's my story. Sweet. My genius cousin and her. I love that kickable legs we always joke about it and her mom is like you traumatized my baby you know she don't she don't act right around donuts anymore and i'm like but she's not kicking anybody is she (laughs) how old is she now she's 10 now she's 10 now and this happened when she was she must have been like five or six like she wasn't like Uh yeah 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 yeah. she's she's so are you guys still close we are i'm gonna be teaching her spanish next week i'm so excited oh Oh, amazing She's so smart. I'm so excited. Um, cool. So from these stories, what what titles of the show today do you guys think? Why is technology so of? difficult? I feel like is a good talking about okay. gifted individuals. Why is technology so difficult? What was the second one? Gifted individuals. Gifted individuals. Yeah, yeah. What well, the Sears story made me think of like wild imaginations. Like I have a lot of a lot of memories of like when I was younger and my imagination got me into big trouble as a little kid. Like huge. <laughs> what big trouble did it get you into, Brandon? Well, man, that's a whole wild man. I uh long that's story short. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, got, we got Michael on, so we're gonna ah. pick a title and then we're gonna get him uh, after I introduce the show. But um 
long story short, I was like, guys, to my neighbors, I was like, if we go to this like magical land over here in this forest, like there will be this old, like naked man and he will like enchant us with, you know, I was like fucking five or six. I, I don't, I don't actually think I said the word naked, but I was like, guys, come on. We're going to like go to this thing. He's like, like a big wizard and he's going to, you know, like enchant. He's gonna be naked. And then, and then I, and then I like went and I was like, guys, come on. And then I was, I, I made up all these things, obviously, because there's no fucking wizard. And I was like, yo, yeah, we have to like pass this like rugged rock and like the lake and like, oh, we have to go. And, you know, there, there's like a huge dumpster yard close to my, uh, how my neighborhood. And, um, the next day my mom comes in, freaks out. She's like, did you take your neighbors to this naked man? They, they told their mom that you like, <laughs> I'm like six years old. I was like, I was fucking like playing pretend. What the fuck? Like, so you so. as a child is actually the scary, ominous grown man that we tell all the kids. Oh, to God. Stay I would listen, listen. There was no the the naked part. I don't think happened. With but but when I was, of, hey, the mystical man is just. I literally, the I literally was playing like Dora the Explorer, basically. That's so funny. yeah, as the a six year old. Um, all right, all right, let's get okay. Why is technology so difficult? Wild imaginations. What else? What do you think the title of the show should be today, Grandpa? I guess, uh, personal experiences with technology. I, I, I don't, I hadn't really thought about it. All right, I, I like the wild imaginations. It seems like, uh, yeah, that sounds more creative. Seems like going more artistic. Had the dream right. earlier. We got, we got wild imaginations. Boom. And let's start the show. Uh, Hi, everybody. I'm Brandon Fox, and I'm here today with our amazing co-host. Finest. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, we got Grandpa and our amazing producer. Sierra. Woo! Um, We have a great show today. We got a lot of guests, and our first guest for the day is uh, Michael. Hello. Hello. Hi, Michael. Hi. You're on. You're on the air. You're on the podcast. Awesome. <laughs> Where are you awesome. calling in from? Yeah, I am from Toronto, Ontario. Whoa, amazing. Where are you guys all from? Ch- Chicago. Oh, awesome. Philly, Philadelphia. Philly. I love both those places. Uh, New York. New Jersey. Oh, all, all places I've been. I got the American bingo there. <laughs> oh, cool. That you love. Did you, did you, is there one of them that you didn't love? Sorry? Now I was making a joke because you said you loved the first two, but, but not oh. the last, <laughs> last No, two. no. I, I, yeah, I love all four of those places. Uh, affirmation. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You live in Canada now, or? Yes. Yep. Amazing. Um, what were you traveling for? Uh, I've been to I've been to all those places, various points in my life. I've, I um, like family vacations or uh, like events, uh, weddings, what have you, like that kind of thing. But yeah, like um, as a Canadian, I, I've spent a good amount of my formative years in America, like traveling or it's just like an easy trip once you're 
that close. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice. Um, so uh, it feels like today we're going to be talking about uh, imagination. Were you uh, an imaginative person or a creative type? Yeah. Well, I, I would like to think so. I am an actor. So um, <laughs> having those qualities yeah. is, is definitely beneficial. Um, yeah, I think as a I think as a young kid, I, I sort of had this like uh, creative energy that I needed to sort of channel. Um, mm. So that was sort of how I started down this career path. I yeah, like enrolled in drama classes and that kind of thing pretty young. Um, just because kids, yeah, they they harness this this strange creative energy. You have to figure out something to do with it. A lot of yeah. kids. Yeah, play sports or whatever. But my my weekend activity of choice was always to like attend drama camps and classes and that kind of thing. Cool. Did it did it ever get you in trouble, or did you ever feel different from these sort of like creative or imaginative places? Um, not really, because I was not by virtue like a class clown or anything like that. I I just always knew that I had these like spaces where I was gonna have the freedom to do stuff so so my sort of like alternate second life was just being a sort of like quiet kind of normal kid throughout the week and then on like Saturdays I would go to like young people's theater or whatever and and Mm -hmm. everyone was just like that everyone just (laughs) unleashed or went crazy or or whatever what's your what's your most favorite role like uh, the opposite of do you have like do you play exciting roles do you like have you played one or do you like playing them? yeah i remember um in high school i did this play that was really fun because my friend sort of like uh he sort of did this like double kind of casting of julius caesar where uh caesar and brutus were played by like the same guy so <laughs> it was this weird kind of play where I would like run off stage and on stage and play two two different characters. Yeah. Um, but throughout uh, my professional career, like after school, like I, yeah, I'm really really drawn to like character work. So like like um, like knowing as much as you possibly can about a character to me is beneficial. So yeah, I do like playing characters that are like multi layered or they have stuff going on up here and. Um, yeah, those are the roles that I'm really drawn to, the psychological ones. So, yeah, yeah imagination yeah. definitely comes into play there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, do you feel like – yeah, go, Grandpa. Do you, do you prefer film or TV or, or stage? Or what, what is what, – what turns you on the most? Film is – film is my preference. Film was, like, always kind of the, the goal, the thing I was, like, drawn to the most. And I just – always had this passion for cinema that I wanted to translate into a career. Um, I do. I, I love um, the intensity of theater. Like you'll, you'll, you'll just work in close proximity with, with, uh, with few people with a, like a select few people for like a, a shorter period of time yeah. and just create something kind of special together. But yeah, film is um, kind of my driving force. Like the thing that I probably do the most and, um, something I am, of course, in love with, and um, yeah. <laughs> How long have you been doing acting and drama and all that? Um, yeah, those drama uh, 
classes started when I was like pretty young. I was like eight years old when I was doing that stuff. But in terms of like professionally auditioning and going out for work and stuff like that, it's it's been about 10 years at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Has your uh, soul gotten crushed yet? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I trained myself uh, throughout the help of parents or mentors or whatever. Like I, I knew from a pretty young age that like for every success in this industry, there's, there's tons of rejection. So I've had that ingrained in me for a very long time. Um, and no, like if, I, if my soul could be, could be crushed that easily, I, I wouldn't still be doing it. Like <laughs> I know that resilience is part of the path. So, yeah, it's yeah. weird. Right. Cause you gotta be so vulnerable day to day, except whenever you experience rejection, which is like quite often, you know? Yeah, of course. I, I, I sorry. I read this uh, interesting uh, train of thought from Alec Baldwin, and he was basically talking about how your your failures as an actor never really end, because <laughs> regardless of how successful you are in this life, um, you could be a leading man, you could book a lead role, and then the movie can bomb. So that's not really a win; it's still yeah. a failure. Um, sure. <laughs> and you just got to embrace that failure to. Uh, impel your next kind of uh, career goal or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. When you were a kid, did you have that? So you, so the, the, the wild imagination thing where like the story, the, the, the starry eyed kind of feeling that I feel like makes a lot of kids really good actors, you know, like naturals on sets and stuff. Have you been able to hold on to that or. The, sorry. The, what the... Um, just like that childlike sense of wonder and stuff, you know, like I, I've noticed myself, like it's hard to, the more cynical I get, the, the farther away I get from like what made me, I feel like really creative when I was a kid, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I, I'm still, uh, yeah, like super curious about everyone when, when I meet them. And I feel like that's, that's an important thing to hold on to, to like kind of, uh, continue to connect with people on set and, and network and meet new people and uh, like learn new things about the industry. Um, sure. Yeah. I guess it's, it's, it's not too dissimilar from how we act as children, like asking questions and wanting to know what everything is. And um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you uh, have a part, let's say it's a fairly sizable part uh, and I have no ability as far as acting. So, and I don't know a whole lot about it, but how long does it take you to memorize a, your a script where it's good enough for you to perform generally? Um, when I'm doing it for an audition, I'll just learn the lines kind of by rote as quickly as I can, just go go it, over it over and over again. And then after I know that I know the text, I will start inserting the emotional beats and kind of like, like making those choices as an actor uh, but when it's actually like when you have the part, like when it's yours, I will, of course, like always uh, read my lines at night or whatever. But I feel like a lot of the actual work is done like on the day, like when you're with whoever you're going to be eventually working with. Um, I find it a lot easier to memorize text when I'm like rehearsing up that my actual scene partner, because at that point it just becomes like a conversation. Like it, it must be very tough right now. It must be very tough right now with this uh, COVID situation. Has that affected you materially? I, I assume it would have. 
Yeah, yeah, it was it's a weird thing. I kind of I kind of lucked out in a strange way because like right when the uh, they started shutting stuff down, uh like everyone I knew kind of had the same idea that they wanted to do some sort of like like uh project within the confines of what we're allowed to do. Like people wanted people started writing all these like lockdown like scripts and they wanted to do like rehearsals and script readings and stuff like that. So it was like it was a very different kind of unexpected, unprecedented way to kind of keep pursuing uh, our career. But like it, um, it's just what artists do. They just have to like adapt to the times all the time. So, <laughs> yeah. Does that sound like your situation, Brandon? No, no, I'm, I'm the opposite of Michael. I'm very negative and cynical. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. No. I, how, about, yeah. how about finance? Uh, how about you? What about what? What, what do you well, want about? Uh, is it affecting you in a in a negative way as far as you know with this situation with with the COVID? Uh, oh, uh, no, no, not at all. Uh, I, mean, I um, before I talk about me though, uh, there's a couple of things that Michael said that I, I really liked. Uh, the, the which I think is the reason why you're doing so well is staying curious, which makes sense why you're still working right now, because that curiosity probably is why you're willing to try something with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it makes sense. That's cool. I like that. I like your mindset. Keep it, keep it up. <laughs> no, yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I'm doing pretty good. I think like, um, I remember listening to something about like the quarantine could break you or make you like self-actualize and, and that next step and I think I would lean more towards like this is a great time for me to like learn things and read things and do more um, so I've been doing pretty good um, so far I wish yeah. money would just fall on my lap for for loving myself that'd be great right. <laughs> <Yeah>, it's okay <laughs> yeah. uh, how about you grandpa how you been doing you, you didn't, you didn't I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I, I, you know, I spend time cleaning the house and uh, taking care of the birds, cleaning bird cages, and maintaining my car and different things of that nature. And get out yeah. and try and do a little, little bit of walking in the parks once in a while with my wife, and yeah. uh, just try and have as normal a life as possible. I, I wonder sometimes, like when during the quarantine, I was like unemployed and whatnot, like keeping the house clean and all that. I wonder when I had time for it when I was working. I was like, when did I have time for this? How did this even happen? <laughs> it was. <laughs> That's it. So what uh, What type of, uh, what was your last part? What did you play in your last performance? Ooh. Um, so we're kind of just like starting to reopen kind of things down here or up here i should say rather um uh they um so i'm actually working on a pretty fun kind of like uh, experimental kind of film right now um and we've had a couple days on set for that it's all like socially distanced and the crew is masked up and stuff like that but um yeah we're working on this like uh we actually shot like the short film version of it last year and we're we're doing some kind of like pickup shots to turn it into a feature film and it's this story about like these these guys who are in purgatory, essentially in limbo between life and death, and just trying to figure out like trying to make the choices to 
move on <laughs> to the next life. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a really cool and creepy script. I'm I'm all about the yeah like psychological stuff and and horror thriller stuff. That's that's really my like sweet spot. So, who do you play in that? I basically play this guy who is is uh, trying to come to terms with like a a really terrible uh, like murderous kind of thing that he's done. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's all it's it's really hard to uh, explain the plot um, just because that's the nature of the project. It's very kind of like David Lynchian, just very kind of like dreamlike and sort of um, yeah, that kind of vibe. And yeah, I love working on stuff like that, uh, stuff that kind of challenges uh, the medium of film and like what you can do with film. Okay, you probably like yeah. Tenet. Sorry. You probably like Tenet. <clears throat> you know, I actually did not get around to seeing Tenet yet. I, I'm disappointed. Oh, I would. They, uh, yeah, <laughs> I do like Nolan. I do like Nolan's films for that reason. I mean, Inception remains a personal favorite, but um, yeah, it, that's another thing that's been kind of weird this year. I'm a huge movie buff. I'm probably like at the cinema maybe twice a week. Um, so not having the cinemas open where I live has been very weird. <laughs> they briefly reopened to them, but I didn't get around to going just because I was busy with other stuff. But I, I, yeah, Netflix has just been my friend throughout all this. Just, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, film is just research for me at this point. So I try to maintain a pretty steady diet of like good films to watch. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie, um, I think it's the Truman Show. That's a movie that's really stayed with me, and I probably Jim watch Carrey? it every year. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, the Truman Show. He, uh, yeah, that that movie is just like it's such a it's scary concept that's ahead of its time. Like it was. Yeah. It, yeah. I um. Yeah. I just met you, but I wrote down so Michael Truman Show. You like the George Orwell and all that, like dystopian stuff, like Animal Farm and 1984. Yeah, and all yeah. yeah, yeah. I was watching the the 1984 uh, remake, the one that actually came out in 1984. I saw that not too long ago, and yeah, I've read uh, I've read Orwell stuff, and yeah, I, I really I like that dystopian stuff, and I like that. Uh, yeah, there's a there's always that trope of like how creepy it is that things from the past kind of foreshadowed the future, or whatever. But you like the Twilight in a way, Zone? Like, yeah, I'm a big Twilight Zone fan. Actually, I like that oh. stuff a lot. I loved. Uh, I love. I used to watch the old show, and I I loved the Jordan Peele's reboot of it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That the yeah. When a when a story that... can take. A, Oh, sorry. sorry. The the movie that you, you said you were working on now reminded me so much of a Twilight Zone uh, episode where, with the toys in the box. The one, yeah, the toys in the toy box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, totally. So, would you consider yourself funny? Um, Within the right context. I'm, <laughs> whenever I'm... Whenever I... Whenever I have, like... Uh, uh, good material that 
other people have kind of developed and it like excites me as a script, I'd say, yeah. I mean, I can, I can make people laugh. I think I, I have friends who are comedians who definitely run circles around me, but I like, uh, yeah, I, I enjoy working on like lighter stuff and but yeah, comedy humor. It's always something that's fascinated me. I, I, I watch all sorts of hilarious films and I've got all these comedians that I adore and look up to. So, Yeah. Usually people that like all this stuff that you're writing, I'm looking at usually like, like Jordan, was it Jordan Peele? Yeah. One of the, yeah. Like they, they're really good at like switching from being funny and dramatic. It's cause they're nuts. Yeah, absolutely. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his, his two movies that he's made so far are like, among my favorites of the genre. Like I, I think Jordan Peele's like the future of this genre. Like he's, I don't know, his stuff really strikes a chord with me. <laughs> what would you call the genre? The genre? Oh, I, I just meant like horror film, but I think he's got this kind of, uh, hmm, what would it's I like call it? It's like yeah, commentary, yeah. like laden sort of horror. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to write it down so I can... So you can go ahead and just coin it. What, what was it you said? It was? Commentary horror. I don't. That doesn't have the nice ring to it. I would, I would just <laughs> um, call it black horror. So yeah, social yeah, social political maybe. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. like his. I've I like the. I've really enjoyed his like newer stuff. Well, like most of his stuff, but like the movies and stuff are just and the Twilight yeah. Zone. All of his like work outside of just like the sketch comedy mm-hmm. really just shows his. Like he's, you can really tell like his like vision. Like yeah. when's, when you can really tell when someone's vision is like in their work. I feel like that's always nice. Even if it's like not good, even if the movie or whatever pro- end product isn't like all around spectacular. I feel like I always appreciate when at least that vision was very, very clear in the, yeah, for in sure. the final product. Yeah. yeah. It's weird watching his sketch comedy now for a second time realizing all the stuff he's done because like you like feel it bleeding <laughs> through, you know like some of the sketches are so horrific or scary and you're like oh yeah. <laughs> jordan peele wrote all of this like my mom used to yeah. watch these and then like my mom like way before the movies came out my mom and i would like watch like just binge watch the key and peel sketches and she would watch those and she'd be like he's he's weird he's she would always like look at like jordan and just be like i don't know Mm, he's like he's the weirder one out of the two it's him it's something he's he's thinking some other things and then like get out came out and she was like i told y'all i i said it i I was right i told y'all he's the one right there did you see any of that work grandpa no you haven't no, seen Get Out or or Us? No, I I, I listen to comedians like on uh, watch a lot of Netflix and Prime, and uh, some of these really great comedians on there. Mm. I yeah. think I mentioned one to you one time, Brandon, a, a French guy. I think he's uh, a Mali or something like that. Uh, oh, um, uh, God Almala. Yeah, to me, he's yeah. a talented person. Yeah, yeah. And there's another person similar to him that's great, but but the answer is no. I haven't uh, watched them or referring to them. You should. They're really good. They're very, okay. very good. If we're telling truths, I haven't seen either of the movies either. Get Out or uh, Us. Yeah. Where y'all been? 
Where I don't I don't know. Grandpa, <laughs> where have we been? Where have we been? We haven't seen these movies. I guess everybody's sitting home right now, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, we should do, uh, we should do uh, um, a movie uh, night. Netflix, uh, Netflix party. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. Are these really old movies, or are they very no, no, recent? Brand new. We can watch it out in Us. Bro, yeah, Get Out is on Amazon Prime. Us? I don't think Us is, but I think Get Out is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we can find some way to... Oh, you can rent it, it for two bucks, but they're yeah, golden. They're very good. Big fun. <laughs> cool. Um, Michael, so we have our, our next guest on, but I, I want to thank you so much for coming on the program. We really liked having you. Cool. Yeah, thanks. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, nice meeting you. Yeah, nice yeah. meeting you guys. Have fun in Canada with your yeah, <laughs> functioning government and usable health care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems kind of oh, ironic yeah. that you're doing dystopian stuff living in such a great place, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch some documentaries about here. Like. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, yeah, thanks for chatting with me. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Have a good night. Yeah, I hope to do it again. And um, best of luck in November. <laughs> that's the fucking best sign off anybody's ever done on this show honestly literally we're out here like maybe good odds luck. Be ever in your favor yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> all right uh do, do i just close the window or how to, how to yeah listen? yeah okay cool all right we can kick okay. you off but it feels weird. okay <laughs> I don't yeah i don't like kicking people off <laughs> all right have a good night remove out do you want to remove michael lake he's oh still there there we go all right we got jonathan on the uh clean feed hi jonathan hello what is up hello y'all hear me okay yeah yeah you're great right on uh let me get my video up no problem there we go. Hey, hey. Is that a cat? Be a mammal. Yeah, it's a mammal. Aww. Doing Aww. stuff. You know, so this is really his room, so. Right. What's his What's his name? That's Goose. Goose. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's not mine though. It's my girlfriend's. Gotcha. I think he likes me more though. <laughs> <laughs> We just we'll took a long work. nap together. <laughs> yeah. So where are you from? I'm from Texas, Austin, Texas. Nice. How is it down nice. there? How's it going? It's hot. Yeah. Sweaty. <laughs> yeah, not in a good way. It's like a little uncomfortable. But uh, it's starting to get pulled up York, on the right? east coast. Yeah. One of us. One of us. Now, not all of us. Yeah. Philly, yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Who's in Chicago right now? Oh, yeah. I lived there for, uh, I think, a year or so. Loved it. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. What were you doing there? I mean, nothing, really. <laughs> I was working on, uh, I was just chilling. I, I lived uh, on near Lakeview. Yeah. Uh, and uh, did some animating, did some some regular work grocery store work biked a lot nice wow it's nice sounds so peaceful 
It was so working. peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> you said you're yeah. working on something, and you said the animation. Do you? Do you? Are you a? Are you an artist? Uh, yeah, I do like some art sometimes. Uh, it turned out to be a scam, guys. It was like a. <laughs> It was like this nonprofit, like for cancer kids, like child animation thing. Ooh. I like animated a little monkey doing jokes and stuff. And uh, anyways, it just turned out to not be a real organization. They were just doing some kind of tax thing. Oh, oh no. Yeah. No. And, and they nine? took all my animation when I they fired all of us. Oh, no. Yeah. Jesus. Did you take them to court? No. Did <laughs> you on Twitter? No, I didn't do it. I, in fact, was like, don't go against these guys. These guys have millions of dollars. Like, oh, you're going to lose. Yeah, but it was kind of fun doing it while I was doing it. Were, were they just laundering money through you guys? Like, It's the, uh, I don't want to blast anybody here, but the ticket, the guy who invented Ticketmaster. Oh, really? oh, was was cool. funneling money through this, and this is what we all did. We found the crew and I were digging through the closet one day and found a bunch of skeletons in there. Not literal, but just like boxes of files that had other crews that had been fired on these like exact dates, like oh. like incongruity. And so we were kind of wondering, like, is this going to be us soon? So yeah, yeah, yeah. And it turned out, yeah, it was. Yeah. You, do you not? You don't have your own art on your computer anymore. Like they took everything. Well, we worked off their stuff, so, and they kicked us all out in one day. It was like a mass firing. You just went down the line. It was like you're fired, and you're fired, and you're fired. Is this still going on? I have no idea. I haven't checked back in. It was going on for like a year after I'd left, though, for a while. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, the website's still up, but nothing new. So, huh? I feel like feel like we got to work together to take this down. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, I don't yeah. know some vigilante yeah. shit right here. Sure, I mean the way your art makes makes me think that I don't want to fight these guys. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. we can watch. Yeah, I'm okay. Brandon <laughs> go after them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I do too well. Do you have, um, any, do you have any friends online now? Would you? Uh, would are they still using your work online? Uh, no. So what they would do is recycle. They would take all the work that had gone up, and then they would take it all down and file it away, put it in boxes, and then they'd bring on a whole new crew for about six months and just keep doing that over and over again. So regardless of whether the stuff was good or not you were just gonna get canned and like so yeah i don't know what they're doing it's probably just sitting in that closet that we look through that's weird yeah oh. yeah, yeah. but yeah i liked chicago <laughs> it was good it had really good food yeah it was i really enjoyed but you're, it you're an actor on what you said no, I uh, I worked in I work in movies or was working in movies uh, for about ten years. It was more of uh, the crew side, um, set building, uh, a little bit of uh, lighting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice, I gotten into props uh, maybe if like last year, and then the pandemic hit, and then it was like, no, no, you're not. So 
Yeah. So. Is props Jeez. your favorite, or do you have a like a favorite part of the production process that you've done? I mean, it's all kind of horrid. It's all a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of work. And I think props was the least amount of work and worry for like what you were doing. So were you a grip? I was a grip for a while. That's so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, it was I mean, you know, grips do pretty much everything in between, so mm-hmm. you're always kind of moving. But uh yeah, I was doing that for a while. Um worked on Better Call Saul. Uh was my last show I was working on. Oh, and cool. uh awesome man. Some other Netflix things I wasn't I don't think did well. Daybreak, uh Longmire. Yeah. But yeah. I heard I heard this anecdote about show business where like I, I think this interviewer went to a carnival a while of uh, years and years ago and uh was just doing like a, a piece on them and uh the last guy that was there was like shoveling all of the animal shit and the interviewer was like, Oh my god, like you must have just gotten this job. What are what are you doing? And uh he's like, No, no, I've I've been uh shoveling the shit for like thirty years and uh, the guy, the guy's like, they, wow, you must get paid a lot of money. Like, this must be really good. He's like, no, no, I make almost nothing. And he's like, why, why would you do this? Why? And the guy was like, um, what? And quit show business? You know? Uh, <laughs> that's like, a good one. <laughs> yeah. There's it something to it, like right? That. Yeah. There's a little bit of excitement. Uh, like, it's like. Every now and then, like a month will go by and you're like, why am I doing this? And then there'll be this like little gem of a day. Uh, one day I had no idea this was going to happen, but uh, Morgan Freeman showed up. He was going to be doing something on this show for like a day. And then they did an impromptu. We're going to ex- blow up Morgan Freeman's trailer. And so they put together this fake movie star trailer and loaded it up with dynamite and all this stuff. And uh, as a grip, I got to carry some of this stuff. And they're like, do you care if this stuff gets exploded or burned? And I was just too excited. I was like, no, man, you could blow it all up. And so we all stuffed it up. And uh, it, yeah, we blew it up. It was it was awesome. I had to go into the wreckage and get all my shit back. But it was Whoa, uh, your stuff. Well, some Apple boxes and stuff. To, they, they needed to angle like some fire rigs off an yeah. Apple box. And they were. Okay. I don't know why it had to be an Apple box, but I was just too excited to question it. Yeah. Sure. And so they were burned, but they didn't like get totally damaged. But yeah, it's like little stuff like that. And then I went back to hating my job for another like month or so. But yeah, it kind of works like that. I I got hired as a, uh, what they called a stage manager in Hollywood for a commercial film company. And it turned out what I did was watch equipment and drag equipment onto the set <laughs> and didn't know what I was doing. They had a real smart guy that was a Berkeley graduate that quit, quit or left them and hired me for this job. I had no idea what I was doing. And I remember being envious of the grips and the uh, the uh, actors who were driving Honda motorcycles for an ad. So you're the grandpa, right? Um, yes, I am. What so you were in movies? No, no, I just happened to be living out in in Hollywood. I was interested in the music business, and I and uh-huh. I went into for a job. And uh, this woman hired me. Why she hired me, I have no idea. But basically, <laughs> was watching equipment, and it, it really these 
big heavy Mitchell motion picture cameras and lighting and all that. Yeah, you what you're describing to me is like what I was hearing all through film school and why I was questioning film school the whole time. It's like, you know, all your favorite directors. Yeah, they didn't go to school. They just kind of got on set and they just did stuff that they didn't know what they were doing, you know. And so, like, that's like a really common thing. Just people not knowing what they're doing, but somehow winding up on set and doing something. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, I I would say mine is similar. Well, but, I'm yeah. amazed by the talent of people in the in the entertainment field and uh, the video and and movie business. I mean, very talented people that just put something on a screen and have it have it function so smoothly and everything. You know, it's amazing to me. Yeah, well, that's props to the editors. I mean, really, they they have the hardest job. They have to deal with all sorts of crazy bullshit that. We we go out and we film it, and that's all fun and all. But like the editors have to sit there and like look through all that stuff. They're not going to use all of it. They have to do a bunch of like retakes. You know, they're like scrubbing through the audio, and someone's cats in the background. They're like, oh my god, and then they have to go back and do it again. Like I really I have to give it up. Someone said that Tom Cruise wouldn't have a job if it weren't for editors making him look so good. Honestly, yeah, but. Uh, well, would someone have to pay you to be an editor? I think they get paid a lot. Uh, how, much, but, how much would you be expecting as an editor going in? Well, I just saw a listing for the Democratic Party uh, doing their political campaign commercials mm-hmm. to edit those is about $30 an hour starting. Oh. So I imagine a union gig is somewhere closer to 40 or 50 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You know, good, so good money. the money's kind of good. Yeah, sounds like work. Yeah, it is. <laughs> At least you're not taping it together anymore, cutting right. it with a little razor. Yeah, and for how much you're doing and how important media is, you think you get paid more than forty dollars an hour? I know. I mean, there's so much money going around. Like it's it's so ridiculous. Like what they will pay for. Like some of the st- sometimes we're eating lobster on set, and it's like I would have actually enjoyed like an extra <laughs> few cents to go into my paycheck. Right. I didn't yeah. be eating this yeah. lobster, but you know, it's uh, yeah. it's more of like a. I think you have to be having fun, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, it's it's one of those gigs. It it is like, kind of amazing. Yeah. They blow up a trailer for like seven people's salaries, like yeah, exactly. They probably day. have to fire somebody to make that happen. Yeah, like, on the way out. Hey, you with the trailer, you're gonna use that very yeah. more often. You don't need this anymore. Do you want an explosion or a script supervisor? Explosion? Why would you even? Duh. Yeah. Um, yeah. we were talking about like the the topic for today and sort of like wild imaginations and getting in trouble and stuff like that um has your imagination ever gotten you into trouble were you ever kid that was getting into stuff um my imagination that's such a so cool those two together (laughs) i know Uh, dude you ever get into trouble as a kid uh i got into a lot of trouble hold on turn this off (laughs) Um, I actually got my girlfriend and I into some 
Okay, I'll tell you two stories if that's okay. Yeah, uh, sure. One really quick was the time my girlfriend and I got in trouble at a studio. She was working in a movie theater. In the back of the movie theater is a movie studio. And so I'd be working in the studio part. She'd be working in the movie theater part. And after work, I'd say, hey, let's go up on the roof, you know, do something romantic. Um, so they had these ladders uh, tied. It was, it's, this is in Santa Fe. So it's kind of a little bit sketchy in some parts. There's like a, these ladders tied together with what looked like rags that led up to the top of this building. And uh, I just would climb up there and you could look down into this uh, vent and see the sets. And I was like, this would be cool. I'll take my girlfriend here. She'll think I'm amazing. So after work, I called from to her down from the top of the building. And I was like, get on up here. There's a ladder. You're going to see a trash can. You're going to jump the fence. You're going to climb up this ladder tied together with rags. That's the right ladder, by the way, if you see that. And uh, I'm going to be waiting for you right up there. For some reason, when I was doing all that shit, the security guard who was sitting right next to there in a parked car didn't see me. But when she was doing it, he kind of just walked out of his car and was like, hey, what are you doing? And dragged her down. He oh, called no. the police. And it was, I guess, a slow night because about eight cruisers showed up. And uh, <laughs> cops climbed up the ladder and actually met me up there. I was I was scared and I was stupid because I was wearing all black. I was wearing black gloves, and I because uh, I it's cooler to climb ladders in black gloves. So I they came up and were like, "Hey, can you come down? We're not going to climb up all the ladders, so you just meet us down here. We won't have a problem." Uh, so I I went down to them. And I saw my girlfriend just out there with like a bunch of shitload of cops. And I was like, oh, this really sucks. This is not the night I was picturing. And so when I get over there, she's like smooth talking everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like being amazing. She she kind of went, oh, he was, he was just inviting me up to, uh, you know, we were going to go look at the stars, she said on a rooftop and then all the girl cops were like, Oh, and then these guy cops came up to me and were immediately like frisking me and asking me all these questions. They were like, why are you wearing black gloves? Why are you in all black at all? And I was just like, I, this is just my like clothes attire. And, uh, and so they said, well, we're going to call the producer and he's going to figure out what to do with you. And so the producer comes cruising along like, 10 minutes later, uh, it's like this Mercedes, like silver, and he comes out in this white suit. Like, he looks like that typical producer look, you know, like he's made of money. Comes out, he's a little bit drunk, and he's stumbling over to us, and he's like, I got this from here, guys. And he kind of pulls us, this sounds so, like, made up. He pulls us under both of his arms, and he sort of sort of walks us towards the studio and he's like, were you guys climbing on my studio? You know? And, and we're like, uh, yeah. And he's like, Oh, don't worry about it, guys. I've climbed on plenty of buildings when I was your age. Oh yeah. I was climbing buildings left and right. And then we're like, really? And then he was like, yeah, you know? And so I get it. I was young once. And so then he turns us around and starts walking back. He like, 
throws his arms up and starts walking back to his car. And he's like, but don't do it on my fucking studio. And then he just walks off. Wow. And then the cops come to me and was like, you got a court date on this day. Oh, and then they're like, you just have to report it and, you know, make your plea or whatever. So I ended up doing like working at uh, some bread dispensary. I don't know what you call them. And then uh, my girlfriend at the time was uh, doing, she wanted to work with kids and she's like, oh, that would be cool. I want to be a teacher. And she's like, I choose the school one. And they're, they're like, well, you don't work with the kids. Obviously, you're like a convict. You're just going to be like picking up trash around them. So she was like, oh, of course. Right. You're a convict. <laughs> I hope you still enjoyed, enjoyed it, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But she was yeah. really good with, with police. Like, really, really good. She saved my ass a lot of times. Like, yeah. They were pretty much blind around her. I, she made cops so stupid. I don't know. I don't know. Have you guys ever had a stupid cop moment? Uh, yeah. I yeah, know. I bet. Um, <laughs> that um, the producer reminds me. Of, have you have you seen? Um, I know you guys seen it. Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that show. Grandpa, yeah. you seen it? <laughs> Say the name again. Fairly Odd Parents. No, oh, it's a, it's a no, but there's a character with a with the wears an all white suit and he has a hat. <gasps> yeah, his name is oh. or Dim Dimidome or no, yeah, totally. Totally. I mean, that's, that makes sense. What a power move! What a what a what a, what a mean thing to do is to walk. <laughs> to be like, I, I know do. what the fuck. You know what? I <laughs> might do something like that. It sounds like something I would do. Sounds yeah, no, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was pretty much plant, hamming it up yeah. for sure. That's good. I thought the story was going to end so much better oh, right man. before it ended. Like, I, I thought no. him and his. I thought the girlfriend, the producer, and he, uh, him were going to all go climb buildings together. Just, <laughs> just in Spider-Man mode. Just like right. the Spider-Verse when they're all swinging together. Yeah, exactly. That's totally what I thought was going to happen. I was like, this is going so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no such luck. The real world happened. That's yeah. Funny. At a elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the question? I don't even <laughs> getting in trouble. You it said you had out. two stories. Oh know. yeah, oh yeah. So the other one ended uh sort of unserendipitously but in the same light. Uh so at the Albuquerque Zoo, um my girlfriend and I were having this another cop moment, but it was like Okay, so I don't really know how it started, but basically we decided we we're going to stay after hours when they zoo closed and we we're gonna go play with the animals and so that was a good idea so in what we did i don't even know how it worked i think we just hid in the bathroom i'm not sure how it happened lights go off and we're walking around and we and she's like like having a blast she's like oh my god look it's the zebras and we kind of ran in with the zebras a little bit and they were running all around 
uh, and then we found a, a sea lion pit where all the seals are. They keep them in this really cool sort of fake rock and watery area. And we walked around and there were seals in there. Uh, anyways, we're like, okay, we need an exit strategy. How do we get out of here? And uh, my plan was to go out the back and climb up this really tall fence and then just kind of like slide all the way down once we got to the top and she was like nah fuck that let's let's go out the front where there's a door and then i was like yeah but there's gonna be like a security guard there or something she's just like no no i'm not climbing the fence we're going out the front so i was like okay you're leading this one so we walked to the front and there was a security guard he had a light up he was just shining it at us and he's like who's there and I just just shut my mouth. I was like, I'm not part of this situation. You you deal with everything. And so she goes into this whole thing. She's like, oh, my God, I got sick. And I bar- I was barfing for like two hours. And the lights must have turned out. We didn't hear them all shutting down. And this guy is just like has the light on us listening to this story. And then finally, after a moment, he's just like, oh, well, come on through. I'm sorry that happened. It was just so stupid. He was just like, I mean, I get I get it, but he was also telling us about this time that these kids were running around with the animals, and that one time these kids were running around with the elephants, and something bad happened, and he's like, man, did you guys see anybody like running around with the elephants? Because that happens sometimes. Sometimes people just want to run around with the animals. Hmm. And we're like, no, no, we have no idea. And he's like, gosh, well, yeah, good good and then he let us go maybe i was kind of walked back to yeah i gotta i I was gonna ask were you were you wearing all black did you have black gloves on (laughs) i might as well have dude (laughs) because oh man i can't climb this i brought my gloves i know i seriously though if you're gonna climb something black gloves make you feel so much more awesome Yeah. yeah um yeah but yeah that one ended well we we kind of pretty much walked away from that. No, I will say seriously, it sounds like you have an awesome, fun relationship. Yeah, like, like <laughs> very adventurous. Yeah, she didn't say no to a lot of things, and I was more of like a fuck it kind of. Yeah, like, might as well do it, you know, live once yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we're not together anymore, but yeah, it was fun while it lasted. What's he serving for? How long? We were together for. 13 years? I thought I think she was in jail. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we visit each other. Yeah. Con- conjugally. No, no. I'm in, a, I'm in a new happy relationship now. Uh, with Goose. Sure. With what? With Goose. Oh, with goose. yeah. With Goose. Yeah. Totally. We just, like, napped so hard. So he'll, like, come up on your, on your chest and just kind of pat down and just, like, hunker down and that it's when you you close your eyes and you both just sleep it off, Aww. real cat style. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know if any of that involved creativity or anything, but I mean, no. it's pretty creative. Yeah. I, I, think it, I think it did because in the very beginning, you had to, you imagined having a good night with your girlfriend at the time. And it got you in all types of trouble. That's your imagination, right? <laughs> yeah. It's been uh, cooled it down a little bit since then, but yeah. Do you do you miss 
it, do because you didn't get hurt from the animal didn't hurt you. They could. They yeah. could have. No, seriously. Yeah. It's yeah. like a it is a big deal. Like don't I mean, I don't remember how old I was, but that was when I watch Animal Planet or like uh, uh Planet Earth or stuff, I'm I'm just like I can't believe I I was that dumb to do that. <laughs> But you don't you don't regret it probably right I mean those are good memories no no I mean I made it out so yeah, yeah of course I don't yeah. regret it yeah. yeah it's not it's not like that guy with Shamu or something like yeah exactly that guy regrets it, you know <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah well, if I had come out with like broken limbs and stuff I'd probably it would be a cautionary tale but yeah, yeah. no they're they're skittish they like Wherever we were in the pit, they would run to the opposite end and just huddle there. I think oh we kind of freaked them out. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you try to touch them or no? No, no. We just hopped in. They all went to the other side. And then we kind of like went around and they just sort of, you know, we were like kind of standing off. What what kind of animals were these? Uh, the zebras. Zebra. Oh, that's yeah. that's pretty cool, honestly. I know. I know. It is, it is cool. Yeah. But it's not cool. Don't do it. No. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they could hurt you. They, they could like stampede you or something. Grandpa Joel does not endorse raiding the zoo. Exactly. Exactly. I know it's six flags if you even open your windows. If the safari, they'll kick you off the park. Yeah, no, no shit. That could have been like a lot of paperwork, a lot of money. I God knows how much money and paperwork that would have been. Yeah. What do, how do you that protects that either <clears throat> getting stumpeded by zebras? I what did what, what did you say? I didn't think there was any insurance. I don't think any insurance covers that. They would have had to have written it. They would have had to add it to their huge list of things that happens to humans because they're stupid. You know, yeah. it's like why the vending machines come with the "Don't tilt it" guy who's like <laughs> tipping the vending machine. Like, there's got to be that first guy who did it and died. Now that sticker exists. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a clause in there somewhere. So, so what kind of work are you doing now? Uh, Nothing. I'm just sitting on my butt yeah. a little bit, it's collecting awesome. unemployment. Yeah. yeah. Trying to get trying to get jobs. Uh, my sister and I are looking for anything, you know, grocery store gig or something. Yeah. She just got rejected from a grocery store gig. We were laughing about that because, uh, yeah, I mean, it must be tight if, uh, yeah, you know, you're not qualified to do that or very competitive yeah. these days. But, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I figured uh, I would just sit around and, and see what else, you know, see what's going on on the inter- Internet, what's going on in the podcast worlds and catch sure. up that way. How, how do you get your thrills now that you're not jumping into zoos and stuff? Uh, video games. Yeah. What, what, yeah. Do, what do you play? Animal Crossing, obviously. Animal Crossing, <laughs> duh. That's no, cool. I haven't played Animal Crossing. It looks fun. Um, I've just been doing... Uh, what have I been doing? I just hop back and forth between games, honestly. I'm not even proud of this, but I'll do like a game for like 30 minutes and then just jump into another one and then just jump into another one and just kind of have like a circle going. Sure. Yeah. Got a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima in there. Got a little bit of uh, Assassin's Creed Unity going back to that. You know. Stuff yeah. like that. Cool, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. Grandpa, you know, you like those games? I'm not a video game player, but I know you are or were. I you used were, to be. Stay up all night playing video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I uh, not... have not played Assassin's Creed, but I've heard it's a lot of fun. Oh, they're well, getting Brandon, good. Brandon was uh, quite a quite a player in uh, uh, the world of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was used he? to like used to like actually raid and stuff. Yeah. Oh, maybe that... ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Why you play? No, I just I remember that being like such a huge thing. Uh, yeah, it was like kind of the game that like parents were like, "This is the game that's killing our." Our yeah, children's yeah. lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you feel like that was the case? Yeah, yeah. And then and then they drive to the casino and do this all weekend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. It is what it is. Like it's the same thing, basically. Yeah, sure, My dad always sure. is like, Why are you such a nerd? And then I'm like, dude, you watch football all day. How is that not the same thing? For real, yeah. 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 Oh yes. uh Le- LeBron got the new the new ring. Finally, right? First time in 10 years that they won. Really? Yeah. The first time? The Lakers have won in last In 10 years? years. Yeah. yeah. They have 17 oh, rings, I guess, all together. <laughs> That's a lot of rings, right? I mean, I don't know anything about basketball, but... That's the most in, in sports, I think. Oh. Oh, uh, so, yeah, no. Yeah, I like LeBron James. I I kind of think LeBron James is our like leading athlete. Like, if you were to match him up against other Olympians back in history, he would probably win. Still, you know, yeah. Uh, in any sport, I don't know when golf was yeah. invented, but he'd probably be good at that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not much of a sports buff. No, no, no. no sorry. Oh really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah. Every every po- I feel bad because every podcast you see is like, guys, this happened, and I'm like, sorry, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Put me a part of the conversation, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a my neighbors are. Uh, what what's the Oh God! What are they called now? The not they're Redskins. Oh yeah, they're the Washington uh, football team. I think the Washington football team. That's who he used to play for. That's. <laughs> Wait, is it's... it really the Washington? Football? They didn't. They is didn't make a new name. It? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh my God! That's somehow worse. I don't know. You know what? That's better. Honestly, like. That just just do that. Just put it let's on make that them all that. Let's make yeah. them all the name of your state yeah. plus like football that. team. Just the the, the New, team. New York football that. team one. New York football, New York football team, football team one. <laughs> so I'm what really is their so what are what's their mascot? Is it just like a giant football? Is it it's going to be like some dude wearing like a giant rectangle for like the state of Washington? Like, Oh, that's a good one. I think they're no, trying to loophole and they're saving a lot of money. And they're just going to be like, watch the football team. Now we can spend money on a, a football player with that. I, what? They, can blow, they probably can blow up a trailer, trailer now with all that saved money. Right. <laughs> or not having a mascot. What is your mascot? Maybe your mascot can be like whatever your town food is. 
bro. Yeah. Like that chocolate. I don't know what Washington is. DC. So I don't know. Does DC even have food? Yeah. What did D- Washington DCs eat? Anybody know? Um. Cheers. I don't know. Uh, meats. Looks like. <laughs> I just Googled it. Yeah. What There's a place eat? called Meats and Foods. Ooh. Washington is not even a state. Yeah. So, no, it's. Happy has a I mean, it is a state, but not, not District of Columbia. The second yeah. link just says, just lists a bunch of random foods. So I'm just going to say <laughs> multicultural, multicultural cuisine. The, that could be the mascot. It could be like it's nachos and a hot dog bun. <laughs> yeah. They should just keep, yeah, everything's in there. They should just keep the whole the Washington team theme going. So then when you go there, you just get very like, not like just very generic things. And I hope that Washington's really petty about it. They're just like, Oh dude. Yeah. Make us change your name here. How about this? Popcorn. Popcorn. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever seen that episode of the office where like Jim and Dwight are in charge of planning like a birthday party for someone in the office mm-hmm. and like, Dwight is in charge of the decorations and like you just walk into the room and he paid for like a long banner to go across the wall but all it says in like giant bold aerial font is it is your birthday with a period <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm for that that would be perfect they should just be colors like each one gets its own one color yeah that That's they get better. There's only like 32 teams or 30 teams in each league. Colors are perfect. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 I'm cool with that. I'd probably watch sports. If that was the I case. You, you'd get more fans if you just had the pink team. And then, I mean, we, are we really all there for the mascots? You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess we are. Some of in those mascots basket. have a large following on Twitter. I bet. Oh yeah. Isn't there one that's like, there's one that's like really, fun right it's benny it's benny right benny isn't benny the bull like a really no i'm thinking of yeah. dora what's it's the bull benny the bull is the chicago bulls well what and which one is from dora i thought from who okay yeah that's benny the bull who is the bull who is the bull i'm thinking i thought that was the bull from dora I'm looking at both right now, and there is one from Dora. Yeah. See. Okay. So we know. Obviously He's like blue with blue polka dotted neckerchief. Oh. Yes. Benny. Benny's the best. He's a blonde. Oh, from Dora. Yeah. 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 He is blonde. Do those got like do those eyebrows. mascots? Do they have their jobs back? Are the are the mascots working right now? I, don't, I would imagine, like, if anyone's safe, like, they would be, right? <laughs> it's the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Putting masks over their costumes, stuff like that. Right? <laughs> See, if anybody has a breathing problem or haven't breathed the issue, I wouldn't put a mask on and then put, a, then put like, a, like uh, you know, a mascot head on top of that. I feel like that wouldn't be the best idea. No, no. I think people have mascot heads and then they put a mask over it. Like, oh. You ever seen that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mascot on it. No, dude. I went to a sculpture garden outdoors uh, and there was like, there was like literally 
sculptures that had giant masks like tied to them. That's cute. It's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, all of the Halloween decorations are seeing his like skeletons with masks on, mm. or you know, yeah, it's like an extra. A, a doctor would be a really good costume for this year. <laughs> with a mask on. Yeah, mask goggles. What are you? What are you doing for this Halloween? I don't know yet. Yeah, Eating candy. Think in inside. I don't know. What are you guys going to do? I was going to... I don't know. What is going to happen? I haven't, haven't even thought about it, but I'm it's, pretty, good, it's I'm, coming up. I'm pretty sure I'm either going to set a sprinkler outside right by my door, <laughs> or I'm just going to hide in the bushes with the hose. It depends on how cold it's going to be. Because I'm freaking to you. Some raggedy children are going to show up at my at my door <laughs> trying to trick or treat in a freaking pandemic. I guarantee yeah. it. Yeah. They're not wise. They're not wise. I've been trying to do this every year. And my, every year my mom is like, no, Sierra, you know you can't do that. But this year I have a very hose valid people. public health reason to hose down raggedy children. Yeah. But th- th- this is just an excuse for something that you've wanted to do for a long time. Um. I feel like I'm doing a public health service. I'm yeah. trying to keep people safe. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep people safe, Brandon. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds like so <laughs> so much fun. Will I enjoy keeping the public safe? Definitely. But you yeah. know, first and mm-hmm. foremost, it's public safety. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Well, have you seen the candy launcher guns? No. no. They like launch candy a good ten feet or so. Oh, what's, what's the weight? What's the weight of the, the candy? I don't know. I've been seeing it in like, where did candy I see cannon. it? It's like a little candy can. I think it might just be a shirt cannon, but they just stuff it full of candy. That sounds intense. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, yeah, like it's it's meant a, to hurt a little bit. It's a rigged like potato gun. This one is. That's funny. Wow. Sierra, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Melissa just said, hey, I never received an email to join. Um, the hell is Melissa? I guess she was on the sign-up for t- I'm not sure. Mm, maybe it's Whitney? Oh. Who's that next week? Yeah, what do you think? Oh, that's next week. She's on. There is a Melissa on for next week. Oh, that's uh, apologies for interrupting then. You can um, yeah, we can still send her a link though if you want. I don't care. Yeah. All right. Are we about to say Jonathan? Well, what? I don't know. You look like you <laughs> 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 looked ready. But but hosing the children is is Im- keeping the children safe is important. Yeah. Because they won't do it by themselves. I like go for walks in the. I'm going back on my morning walks, and this kid was riding his bike. And he saw me because he was like 20 feet away and I'm just walking. He's riding his bike. He's got the speed advantage. And I, he, I watched him. I watched him look me right in the eyes and like a normal person, a normal person would just like take their bike, even not in a pandemic, they would just ride around me and like stay away from me because you don't know who I am. I could be a dangerous stranger. I'm always a stranger because I don't know who the heck these people are. You know, yeah. I could just be a jerk and I could 
just like kick you over. I could literally kick you over and take your bike and go about my day. But no, this child, he looked me right in the eye in the middle of a pandemic, rode so close to me that I could have kicked him over. And then for some ungodly reason, like swerved directly behind me to get on the sidewalk I was on. Like there wasn't a whole other sidewalk or or anything. He started on the street, so I don't know why he didn't just stay on the street. And he just 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 breathing all over me, just breathing everywhere. He here is ready. <laughs> he is ready to start fighting kids, right? When they right when the pandemic gets close enough to to chaos, I I know that you'll be hitting the kids up first, huh? Kids don't make good decisions. I'm just trying to guide them on a better path. I'm just trying to guide them on a better path. There was another time, like a week ago, I was, as soon as I left my house, I wasn't even off my block. I was driving down the road and I see four kids driving towards me on the road, four little bikes, and they were all in the street. Three of them went away to the sidewalk or right along the curb. But this one just refused to conform. First, he went all the way to the other side of the street, like away from all the other ones. And then he decided, nah, I'm going to come over. And then like as slowly as possible, while I'm driving towards him, just glided across the street and then somehow stayed like just in the middle enough to be completely in the way. And like, I see his dad, like I'm basically had to park my car and I'm like parked basically neck in front of this kid's house and his dad is outside and I just, he sees me stop and he's like, well, what's going on? And he looks up and he sees all this stupidity and I just hear, get out of the road. What are you doing? Why are you driving? Why are you riding in the street? You know this. What's wrong with you? Oh my God. And he just like went off on these kids and I was like, someone, somewhere, finally. This is what happens when you don't have a hose. Kids just play in traffic. That's awesome. During well, you know, when you like want a dog to listen to you, you shoot him in the face with water, right? Some kids just uh, need a sprinkler. I might just do the sprinkler. I might just do the sprinkler. <laughs> and I'll just stay like in my garage with the uh, valve. And if I just hear a bunch of like little kid stomps and some giggling, you know, <laughs> breathing on my doorknob and stuff, we'll just see, what, see, what, see how it goes. That's like. Any of you guys read Catch-22? No. Mm-mm. Oh, there's a character just like that. Just waiting <laughs> to... He, he has, like, a whole gun rigged up to, like, blow up a bug. Like, oh, vermin that come by. But he yeah. he's just... Takes such pleasure out of the wait. The waiting for the, the hunt wait, you know? Sierra's about to buy this book right now. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a little bit nutty. He's a little bit crazy to do it, but yeah. Just has no creative spark. Yeah. (laughs) You know how there's like, um, you can put like those whistles on your car to to, like get deer from like, so they won't go towards your car so you won't hit them? No. It's like they put on your car to like, I guess there's some type of noise it makes so that deer will hear and they don't go there. They should do the same thing for little children. That when you're on the phone, the whistle blows so they know to get out the street. <clears throat> what sound should I make? Like the sound of a teacher or like a school I'll bell? hit your ass. I'll hit your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. A lot of them. In, in Pennsylvania. A lot of them. Oh, yeah. The, the deer are running into them all the time. So it sounds like I mean, there is actually a device that does that. that no, they're going to make it. I think there is. I think there is. Really? You can put on your car to keep fear from getting hit. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's something my parents just lied to me about. Like, <laughs> I, maybe 
it. I just wanted you to feel better. <laughs> you, yeah. You'd think the, the sound of I an would... engine itself would be enough, but... No, you what? Have to, you have to put a deer whistle. Yeah, because deers didn't... Deers are kind of dumb. Deers didn't no. actually... Really yeah, you can go. I know what that sound means. Yeah, they they yeah. hear an engine. They're like, today, today is my last day. But <laughs> I'm not doing too good. Oh my god! Yeah. What about a jaguar? Do they even have any natural predators? The car. Like, would they even be scared of a car? Like, what if a car sounded like a a lion or a jet or a tiger? It'd probably be like, yeah, probably like, what, what up? Like, <laughs> what is it? What is the deer's natural yeah. predator? Nothing kills it. I don't know. I know you there's could... some bears that are so big that they can just hibernate, like in no cave, just out and just out in the middle of the woods because they're there. You know who's gonna hurt? You know they're, they're the top predator, so yeah. only hide. It's like That's I don't scary. care. Something bites them, and they just like wake up for a sec, swat it off, go yeah. back to sleep. No. <laughs> Hey, yeah. uh, Jonathan, we got our uh, next guest on the line, but um, All right. thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, oh, thanks. thank you, guys. Thank you. Keep stay, doing what you're doing. Stay out of trouble. Stay out of trouble. Yeah. Oh, I've been me. good lately. Enjoyed uh, listening to you. Enjoyed your story. Yeah. Uh, thank you, guys. And, uh, All right, well, take uh, care. Have a good night. For about a minute. I have to put the other birds in the cage. No okay. problem. Do, while you do that, we're going to figure out who... So I got two people in the waiting room, Sierra. Okay. Pam is for eight oh five, but who is Hannah Howe? Um hi Pedro. Are you Hannah Howe? Yes, that's me. Great. Getting you on here. Um, this is my um my studio's Zoom account. I forgot I was logged in when I started it. No good. <laughs> no problem. This is a gr- great way to promote your product. There uh, you go. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, looks great. Gra- Grandpa just dipped out. His birds started attacking him, so he had to fight them oh, no. off. But yeah. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you all doing today? Pretty good. Pretty good. good. So Where are you calling in from? Well, I'm currently in Ada, Ohio. It's a small town um, where uh, Ohio Northern University is, actually. But the town itself is actually very small, even though it's a college town. Nice. Mm, cool. Yeah. So what kind of studio is this? Is it production or? Um, it's a performance, performing arts studio. So I do voice lessons, um, acting things, I work people with repertoire and whatnot. I'm a professional actor. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. What do you like about you like small towns? You like like weird. Um, well, it's funny because I'm from Hawaii, uh, very small townish. Uh, it's very different though. Um, but I I would say I'm used to it. But I actually kind of do like the big city because it's easy to get around. I love public transportation. I think yeah. it's pretty great to be able to go around at any time and. Things here close at, you know, 9 p.m., not oh, yeah. sooner. So <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> that's a little odd for me, being used to New York, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that... You lived in New York for some time? <laughs> I did. I moved to uh, from Hawaii. I moved to New York in 2014. So Ooh. I've been there off and on as I come in and uh, 
leave for contracts all across the country. You miss Hawaii? Yes, I do, especially with this pandemic. Um, yeah. I want to go home. They have a forced 14 day quarantine. Um, so it would be very difficult to go home and see people and come back. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just so tricky. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Grandpa's back. Uh, grandpa. Yes. Yeah. I've a time in Hawaii and it's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. I stayed at the Princess Kayulani. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah, the great thing about Hawaii, too, is that each island has its own flair, and they're so different, you know, that you can really visit every single island and get a very different experience. So what what do you think you're going to do for Halloween this year? You like Halloween? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> interestingly enough, I'm actually getting married in a week and a half. <gasps> Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, so I guess I can say a little bit. I'm in Ohio because my fiance's family is from this area. And we were both on a job together. We're both professional actors in Ohio here near Dayton. And when the pandemic happened, we lost our jobs there. We said, well, we're already here. Let's just stay with the family here. So um, that, hence why I am still here in Ohio during this time and not in New York City. Um, but yeah, so we're getting married on the 25th and we're taking our mini honeymoon since, of course, it's pandemic. We want to take a bigger, better one later. Yeah. Um, but so on Halloween, we're going to be up um, near Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio, which wow. is the, uh, I've never been to Cedar Point, and it's the roller coaster capital of America or whatever they call oh, it, I yeah, think. So yeah. mm. it's going to be pretty fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> you afraid of heights? Um, I used to be until I, I worked a job in Colorado. And so I climbed my first 14er. If you know what that means, it means I've climbed a mountain that's 14,000 feet at its peak mm -hmm. over 14,000 feet for work. So, <laughs> uh, no, just, we were at a, a town called Silverthorne doing theater, which lies at 9,500 feet. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's, which is a whole different experience just in itself. You'll walk a gentle incline uphill and you're already out of breath. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we started at about 11,000 feet and it took us, I think, four and a half hours to get to the peak. So after that, I feel pretty good about heights. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Did you, did you have to, um, change wedding plans around and stuff because of the pandemic? Like, was this scheduled earlier or no? It's No, actually, um, it happened during the pandemic. We felt, you know... We, We've said that a lot of people that I know too, this pandemic has kind of made or breaken, broken their relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, it kind of, it's a real test of a relationship. And so during this time, we, we just knew that we wanted to get married. We had kind of talked about it before and the opportunity came up. And so we said, yeah, let's do it. Um, so we're going to do another ceremony in Hawaii as well. Again, wow. because we're so far apart, my family can't come to Ohio. Her family can't come to Hawaii. Yeah. Right. So we're doing both. Nice. Wow. Mm. 
Cool. Must be excited, uh, right? Oh yeah. No, it's um really exciting. Uh I made the ring special for her. Um, we yeah, <laughs> again, we met in here's a story. We met in Alaska doing a contract two summers ago. And we had been together just over two weeks, about two weeks, and we went on this hike called Sugarloaf. Um, and we found some quartz, and it was specifically purple, so it was amethyst. We found rock on the mountain, and I kept it. And I have a friend home in Hawaii who collects rocks, and I sent it to him saying, hey, I think you'd really like this rock. Turns out, when we decided to get married, I said, I would like to um, take that rock and make that the stone, the centerpiece of the ring. So he helped make it. He... Um, carved it shaved it and everything i don't really know what the terminology is for yeah. rock work but he made it and we got the setting and it's in there and she absolutely adores it but it's a uh, purple amethyst from uh our first two weeks together that is so that's, nice that's the most romantic fucking thing i've ever heard <laughs> like, <laughs> damn i just grandpa, want it to be meaningful you know that's really nice <laughs> how did you propose grandpa <sighs> Which time? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Last time. I, I, I think the, the, the last time I think I said I need to go to, uh, to uh, Best Buy to buy something. And, uh, <laughs> it wasn't a very romantic uh, proposal. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Came back I, with a I computer. I think we ought to get married. Oh. <laughs> Sweet. Did you get the ring at Best Buy too? Uh, not, no, not really. no just, uh, it sounds like you have a really uh, like a beautiful ring. Uh, the stone is. I I never realized that an amethyst is quartz. Yeah, neither did I. I knew that it was purple, um, and I thought it was quartz. And my friends said, "Yeah, it's quartz." Not only that, that's actually what amethyst is, and. I think amethyst is one, it's beautiful stone, but it actually has a lot of meaning too and significance. It's become really popular lately, apparently too. Yeah, yeah. Steven Universe oh. has heightened my my stone knowledge, my rock knowledge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just played one of the video games on Apple Arcade for Steven Universe, so. Oh, really? What, cool. what is this? Cool. It's cool. Steven Universe? Um, it's called, oh yeah. The show or the game, Brandon? I've not heard of this at all. Let me know. tell you a tale. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's not really a tale. But basically, it's this show that was, it's this cartoon that was running on Cartoon Network the last, I don't know. It has a terrible, it had a terrible schedule. Like, episodes would come. I think season one <laughs> lasted, like, two years or something because the airings were so weird. Like, they, they didn't know what they were doing. But anyway, the actual show is about this boy whose dad is a poor man who lives in a van, a poor musician who lives in a van, okay, homeless. And his mom is a rock-based alien, like all of the aliens. It's about aliens coming to Earth. And all the aliens are like really pretty feminine aliens and they all have different gems. And so his mom was a rose quartz and he... And his mom died so that Steven Universe could exist, could be born. So so now he lives, he hangs out with his dad when he's not in the van. 
And when um when he's not with his dad, he's living with these other gems that used to know his mom. So there's a pearl, there's a ruby, there's a sapphire, there's a garnet, there's an amethyst. So they all it's all it's all good fun. It was like one of the very it was like one of the early shows that really had a lot of like LGBTQ plus acceptance and just having that like uh not outward, but just like very visible queer relationship, like queer relationship, cl- clear queer relationships where it was like mm. not like this ambiguity. It was like these are <clears throat> this is a couple. This is real. Yeah. This is happening. And mm. so it was it's a really big deal. In that sense, it was a really big like lifeline for a lot of like LGBT plus youth to like have that. And there's music, they sing. It's, it's beautiful. It's a lot. Is it on Cartoon Network? Yeah, it's Cartoon Network. So it's on like yeah. HBO Max and stuff and YouTube. And it's very good. It's very fun. Just awesome. fun. Awesome. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't get your name, sir. I didn't get your name. Oh, Brandon. Uh, Hedro. I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I'm your grandson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Needs reminders. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no! I, I I just have one last question. You go first before we let Pedro go. But well, I, I I just want to ask you what what type of uh, what type of acting do you do? Uh, any particular genre? Yeah, I focus predominantly in musical theater. So we've been hurt pretty bad by the pandemic yeah. because live theater is essentially non-existent right now, and. It's been an adventure. I'm looking into voiceover work, uh, film, you know, TV, anything virtual. And it's, I'm definitely out of my element because I'm used to, you know, being larger, being much more present. Yeah. And you have to be so small on screen. And it's very hard for me. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but why do you feel that you have to be smaller on screen like is it just something watching yourself back or people say that to you oh no it's just the nature because the camera is so close yeah. that every motion every movement you do is already really big as so, compared to you know i when i was on tour i mean we would be in a three thousand seat house and some people are you know so far away that a lot of your actions have to be larger than life for those yeah. people back there or else you just look like an ant to them, you know? Yeah. Sure. I've had to deal with that a lot. Um, when I was in college doing, doing film stuff, I was usually like doing production or directing or something. And so, yeah, it's like, it's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult for like, we would always like get a bunch of theater people. And so it's, it's difficult to, it's difficult just to audition them because like, especially when you're in college and you're like a theater major or whatever you they don't a lot of like college students at that point don't know how to like bridge that gap just like you're talking about between mm-hmm. like going into my film acting self and my stage acting self and so it's like it's hard to audition some people because they uh you get you kind of have to like as you kind of have to like as if you're casting or if you're directing you have to be able to just say like okay I'm going to look past all this and I'm just going to like look at the potential. I'm going to look at the inner, right. the inner you yeah. and see like, okay, we can work with this. This is doable. It's just, they just don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I know. I found that what it is, is as I get smaller, I feel less engaged. Yeah. So that's mm. been my big challenge is yeah. when I pull back, I feel like I'm not in the moment 
or strongly invested in that that I than I could be when I'm on stage. So definitely it's it's hard, but everything I do I think makes me better. So that's yeah. good. Do, do you think that the skill your skill uh, you need to be more skillful if you're if you're doing uh, if you're on camera than on stage or or not so? Oh, I mean, yeah, I think just coming from the other world, it feels like I need to be more skilled, but I think it really is just different skill sets. I think you understand because when I see shows in New York and they bring someone who's done film or TV doing theater, they also have a challenge, right? A lot of them don't know how to project as much as we do. So they can often, you know, blow out their voices or so it's just getting used to the endurance that you need for your particular medium. So you're a vocalist, I'm assuming. You're a vocalist? Yes. Yeah. I I mean, I'm a singer primary. We we say, oh, yeah. do Do you read music? Yes. Actually, I got my degree in music. Oh, wow. Nice. Cool. Yeah. We're we're gonna have a music episode coming up. If you want to come on that, we would uh, for real. Oh, like, I'd love absolutely! To, no, I've got my piano lost it up. I can I can yeah. hook it in. I'm gonna force Grandpa <laughs> to do duets with people for two hours. So yeah, oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, that would be minor Um, my last question because we we got our next person on the line, but um, uh, with it coming up, your your wedding. Uh, what's the 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 scariest part about it or any nerves or anything like that for such a big day? Um, Okay. You know, honestly, for me, I'm an introvert, even though I do theater that I know there are plenty of people who do the arts and they're introverts. And so for me, it's going to be the large amount of people that are watching me. And I know that sounds weird, but when I'm in doing theater or something, I'm there, but it's also not really me. Yeah. And this is really me, like, at the focus of the attention, and that's going to feel yeah. really weird for me. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't miss any notes on the day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. We, well, we'd love to have you back. I hope to see you soon if you want to oh, be I'd on, love to but... be back. Yeah, definitely. It was really a pleasure. Yeah, thanks yeah. for calling in. We enjoyed yeah hearing you listening to you yeah wonderful it was nice meeting you too have a good night yeah have a good night you too have a great night hello pamela hello how are you (laughs) i'm good how are you doing i'm good i'm good can you see me i can see you not yet not yet yet hi everyone nice to start video cool Hey. Hey. Boom, there we go. Delightful. I love your headphones. That's cute. Lime green. Hey, with the white hair, you can really get it. It It pops. Got it. It pops that white hair right out. Yeah. You've been listening in for a while, yeah? I have. I've heard everything that's been going on with all of you. Yes, I have. Oh, cool. I'm Brandon. You got Finest, Sierra, and uh, Grandpa here. So Hi. I can see Sierra. I can't see anybody else. I don't know if that's the way it's supposed to go or not, but I can see I can see Sierra, right? I'm you looking have a at button you, Sierra. For, to change it to gallery view. 
I'm uh, sure I do. This is how, you know, I'm an old woman, so <laughs> you're going to have to bear with me here for a second. Uh, Participants? Yeah, right there. I think I... Yeah. Uh, la, 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 la. I cut I cut what, one finger off every week to get Grandpa on, on the program, <laughs> so... <laughs> it's, uh, I want to see Grandpa. That's my. He's the one I want to see more than anybody. So <laughs> you, I mean, you, not you that just I don't want to see, see you. <laughs> <laughs> not that I don't want to see all the rest of you, but he. So oh, I had a head of hair like you. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Oh, you got a head of hair like me. Head of hair like you. Oh, I tell you, you know, it used to be a lot thicker, but it's not. So uh, anyway, I don't know what's going on here, folks. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm it, trying to. Figure out um, how I can get all of you in here. Do you prefer Pam or Pamela? Oh, Pam. Let's go uh, with Pam. It's so, Pam. It's so, you know, Pamela, my mother, wanted. she took me to kindergarten, my first day of kindergarten. She said, please call her Pamela. Well, I've been Pam ever since. You know? <laughs> There's no calling me Pamela. You know, nah. not a Pamela. No, nah, not okay. here. Okay, guys, I'm. I don't know what the heck is going on here, but I'm trying to get everybody on the screen. And uh, if you go to the top right, there should be a little button that says uh, "Speaker View" or "Gallery View," and then you click on that, and it should change it to everybody else. Um, sorry, I, I cut you off a bunch of times. Fine, it's my bad. I was going to ask if if your screen was uh, was it fully maximized. You know, sometimes it's, uh, the screen isn't, if you just it maximize is. it. It is. Join audio, stop video, participants, share screen, share screen. Is that what I'm supposed to hit, guys? Share no. screen? Mm -hmm. uh, chat and more. That's what do you, I've got. Do you see um, Sierra's face? I do. I see Sierra's beautiful face right in front so, of me. Oh, gorgeous, uh, above, gorgeous. Above and to the right of Sierra's face. If you if you bring your cursor okay. up over Sierra's face and to the right of that. Uh, I've got this thing here, and it's I'm clicking on it. And it's, do you have access to your keyboard? Yes. Um, do, you, do you know the alt, the, the alt button? Yep. Push alt plus F2. <laughs> Alt plus F2. Mm -hmm. Okay. F2. Oh, Lordy. There you Everybody went away. Oh. Uh, uh -huh, I thought I had it. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Don't do oh, that no. to me again. Oh, no. So close. Well, you go, can you all see me? Yes, we can. We see you. Yeah. Okay. I want to see Grandpa, but it's not going to work this time. So you you'll know, see the, well, you'll see the episode soon. So. Okay. Okay, great. Don't be a surprise. Are you a baker? No. Why? Oh, the, 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 the background, the rolling pins. Okay, let me tell you a story about that. You see the real rolling pin? That was my great great grandmother's. That is a 180 year old rolling pin up there. I mean, wow. she. This was my grandmother died at 99, and it was her grandmother's. So that tells you how old that one is. I got this one just to kind of. Am I a baker? Yes, I am. Uh, I'm a little bit of everything and a little of this, a little of that, you know, yeah. how, how that goes. So, and so, so what is, what is, uh, what type of career have you had? Okay. Well, let's start here. Um, in the eighties, I, I'm a hillbilly. First of all, I'm a hillbilly from the Ozarks and I live in Henderson, Nevada, uh, a suburb of Las Vegas. Now my husband and I, uh, my husband's a, 
New York Italian. And so <laughs> I'm a hillbilly. He's a New York Italian. That's some kind of combination right there. So anyway, uh, in the 80s, I decided to go to school. I got accepted at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Out in, uh, I had my choice of the New York school and the, or the L.A. school. And uh, I wanted to go to New York. But my family said, we're paying for this. You're going to California. And so uh, I ended up in California, stayed in California for 10 years. You know, um, in the acting world, I heard the gentleman Pedro before me in the acting world you, you either it's either your time or it's not your time it's just one or the other and so you, you just got to accept the fact that it's not your time when it's not your time so I moved home after 10 years living in LA uh, went back to the Ozarks went and got a job at an electric cooperative anybody know what an electric cooperative is mm, okay well it's like an electric company only in rural areas, and I am from the Branson, Missouri area originally, okay. in the rural areas, you have electric cooperatives. They are a co-op of a group of people who who uh, get together and, and uh, rural electrification comes in. So anyway, I went, to, I went to work for them, worked for them for 20 years, took early retirement, didn't know what to do, um, ended up opening a bistro and a tea room. Wow. Uh, had a bistro and tea room, uh, started out a 954 square foot tea room and, uh, then went on to open a 5,500 square foot bistro and doing it all by myself, wore myself out, didn't know what I was doing, met my husband. We, uh, I said, I've had enough of this. We got together. He said, let's go to uh, Vegas. I said, Hey, I'm all for it. Came out here, got on with Caesars Entertainment. Uh, worked at all nine of the of the uh, casinos out here. COVID hits, and I decide, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back and I'm going to see if I if it's my time to act. So I jumped in and got headshots and got the resume done and everything, and started sending them out and doing that kind of thing, and have gotten kind of lucky and uh, have done about 17 different little internet commercials now. And yeah, and so, you know, who would have known that this white hair would have, you know, it's the niche market. It's it's the market for old old women. <laughs> There's a lot of old women out there. And so it's that market for them. So that's what I'm doing now. So I'm, I'm hanging out in Henderson, Nevada, and I'm, I'm doing, uh, in fact, I may have to go to, to uh, Park City, Utah, uh, here soon, and, and because I got to shoot up there, and I just go wherever they want me to go, and it's it's really turning out to be a lot of fun. So that's I'm just that's killing it. Story. I'm a killing it. That's right. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, it's it's something. What can I say? It's, it's yeah, something. Grandpa. It's time to go back to L.A. and and uh, pursue your Frank Sinatra music yeah yeah i think it's a little late for that uh, but, yeah, i am i am seriously into recording music and i in fact i just bought a um a real high-end video camera i don't really do video but just you know to do a mi minor amount of video along with the uh with music production nice yeah so that's great so um so do you have an agent that gets no, to be and that's you know? the thing no um you know, I've been reading articles and it's telling me what I supposed to what I'm supposed to be doing. And you know, it's a it's a whole different ball game from 1982, 85, you know, um, the 80s to now. 
I mean, with this stuff, the internet and, uh, oh, it's just all kinds of things have changed. You know, you yeah. used to in the old days, and grandpa might know this, um, in the old days, you'd have to go to a, a newspaper stand. They had what they called for you youngins. They had these things called newspaper stands, and you could go and buy your your magazines and your newspapers from all over the world, you know, in these newspaper stands, and you go and you get the, day, the uh, weekly audition schedule. Uh, I forget what they called it. It was a, an audition uh, list and you go and then you you know you tr- uh, go to the audition and do open auditions now since I started with this thing it is all over this over this video thing you you do videos and you send them off to casting agents so with these commercials now I've now got something to show and so now I'm going after uh, representation and trying to see if maybe that might you know that yeah. might be something for me but nice. that's what I'm doing yeah yeah yeah, and you yeah. seem like you're very happy with, with your situation. You know, I told my husband, my mo- my mother is here with us, uh, by the way. My 88-year-old mother is uh, here with us. So I had to send her back into the bedroom. I said, Mom, you got to go back there. I don't want him to hit, listen to you, and the dog may bark and whatever. But uh, I told my husband the other night, we were, we were uh, driving back from somewhere, and I said, you know, if something were to happen to me tomorrow or tonight – I have had the best life. I have had an incredibly great life. And anything that happens from this point on is just more, it's just, you know, I can't, I can't poo poo anything. It's just, I'm real happy with the world and I'm real happy with life. So if I get a representation, that's great. If I don't, good too. I'm not going to, you know, it's not going to make or break me. Um, yeah, and it sounds like you're an adaptable person. You'll do what, yeah. what you need to do. You know, I can and, roll with the punch. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, wedding proposals before, and uh, you said, uh, "Oh yeah, I was doing this, and then I met the Italian, da da da." And uh, I'm super, <laughs> super curious what the in between was, how, how you guys met, and all that. Online. Oh. Met online. Wow. Online. Grandpa, grandpa. Plenty of fish. Okay, let me tell you. My my husband and I adore him. And he, okay, full uh, disclosure. We call each other our husband and wife because when you get old, grandpa, you might know this. When you get old and you have to explain why you're sleeping with somebody in a house that the two of you live in, people go, my God, you're old and you're living together. We are not married. We've talked about getting married. We 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 are going to get married. COVID hit, and this all happened. Uh, but we're not married. I call him my husband. He calls me his wife. Uh, we met online. It's been four and a half years now. We're pretty darn happy with each other. Um, we've got a good life. And so, you know, if we get married, it would just be for the kids' sake, you know, so that they wouldn't have to go, oh, God, what are we going to do with him? Or what are we going to do with her? So, um the in between was really, it, you know, it was. Uh, he 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 had he was uh, originally from the Bronx, uh, grew uh, and then he moved to Montvale, New Jersey, and and lived in Montvale, New Jersey, and then moved to St. Louis in uh, thirty three years ago. So he, you know, to say that he's really a, a New York, although he still got the accent. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, the accent's still there, you know. So. Uh, he looks like George Costanza, and he talks <laughs> like this. So you know that's uh, that's my love of my life. Uh, 
Yeah. Gram Grandpa was on uh, what was it? Plenty of fish. What was it, Grandpa? On 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 what brand? Plenty of. Uh, how'd you meet Linda? Oh yeah, I met her. It was called Chemistry.com, and ah. uh, it was uh, part of one of the big companies that that uh, one of the other signal company signal companies. But it so happens that I moved around a lot during my younger years and ended up uh, marrying somebody that happened to live right down the street from where I grew up, just coincidentally, you know. That happens uh, a lot. And yeah, here, I, li yeah. I live in a 55 plus community out here. We live in a Dell Webb community out here. And uh, that happens. I've heard that kind of story a lot. Oh, I, I lost my wife or I lost my husband and I went to a class reunion and I saw this girl or I saw this guy that I dated years ago and now they're together and married, you know, so that happens a lot. Mm. When you get old, that's what you got to do. So, what is, what, the last, what is the last uh, commercial that you did? I did Loom. I, I, can you see me right here? I did a Loom Cube. Loom, loom Cube, this uh, thing that is making me look brighter. You, the little attachment up here on my on my thing here. I'll turn it off and you can kind of see the difference in me. Hold on. Uh, loom Cube. And I played a grandmother. Now. See the difference? Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to turn it back on right here so you can see the difference. See, uh, I, I did a loom cube and I had to play a grandmother. I've done, um, have you ever heard of Battery Daddy? Never heard of it until I had to do this thing. Battery Daddy is this thing that you put batteries in and then it's got a charger in the middle and you, and you, See, you know, I have done all kinds. I've done yeah. a UV wand. I've done things that I've done. I got to go, my God. And they want you to overact. You know, you're supposed to look surprised. Oh, my God. You know, or, you know, ah, and it's like overacting to the umpteenth degree. So, uh, but I, the last one I did was Loom Cube. Loom Cube. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah. I need to get one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's really great. They sent me two of them. It was a great thing because, you know, you have to kind of uh, have it to do the commercial with. And uh, they sent me two of them. And I got online. They're $70 a piece. I I'm like, hey, this is great. I got a, I got $140 for doing it. And plus getting paid for it. So uh, it was quite nice. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Grandpa looks great. I need I need a loom cube. Yeah, you need for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you do you remember uh who sent the message first on Plenty of Fish? You know, um I think he contacted me. And that's a funny thing, Grandpa. I don't know about you, but as you get older, you really look at someone's writing because you can tell a lot about if you get a, an email from somebody that says, I'd really like to meet you. You kind of go, mm, okay, you know, you didn't put much effort into this. Mm -hmm. uh, but Frank ended up writing me this beautiful, you know, telling me all about himself and his life and everything. And I thought, you know what, this is the kind of guy that I would be interested in getting to know more about, you know. And we wrote back and forth a lot. I mean, it wasn't just a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am thing. It was, you know, uh, we wrote back. Uh, I, I guess we wrote back for almost two months before we actually met. And then he came to my to my town. I, I'm from a little town and he came to my town driving through. He was on his way back from a job up to St. Louis and he stopped off and, and uh, 
that's how we got to know each other is, is through that uh, after. So it took, a, it wasn't just a, you know, meeting him and going from there. Uh, when you get old, that's another thing you youngins have to have to think about. You know, you don't, you don't just jump in at the frying pan, you know, you, you, you kind of ease into the frying pan one toe yeah. at a time, you know, so. so wasn't, uh, how comes you don't talk with me? <laughs> how come what? I'm sorry. He didn't introduce himself as how comes yous don't talk to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yous want to talk to me or not? No. <laughs> no, I didn't get that from me. No, he's an eloquent writer. He he writes really. It, it, it's so funny because I had an I mean, I had to send off a submission um, to a, a, a new thing that I'm wanting to do. They're, they're hosting a culinary show. And I said, honey, would you, because he's a really, really good writer. And I said, honey, would you write something about me? He wrote, I told people, I said, I want this as my eulogy because it was so, it was, he captured me to the umpteenth degree. And it was like, hey, this is who I want to tell about me. You know I mean? It was really quite nice. And, and, uh, he's a, he's a good writer. He's a good man. I got, I got me a good one. I got a really good one. Oh, great, grandpa, great. grandpa just messaged Linda. Hello. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> you just want to meet me? <laughs> yeah, isn't one of my virtues, but anyhow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, we're we're coming up on eight thirty here, but uh, it was so great having you on, Pam. Well, thank you, for thank real. you so much. It was yeah. really delightful. Yeah. I can definitely see how, why you get these jobs. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, I yeah. hope to get more. I hope to get a lot more. So we 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 hope you come back on the show. We'd love to have I you. I would so. love yeah. to come back on the show, and I want to see Grandpa. I mean, I see <laughs> he's you, he's I right here. He's right here. He said he said <laughs> by the way. He said that he wishes he had your hair. He does not quite have your hair, but uh, well, well, I wish I wish I could see him. And next time, if I get invited back, I'm going to get someone here in here who knows more about this damn thing than I do, and yeah. I will uh, definitely be able to see all of you. Okay? Maybe your mom, your mom could help out. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Hey, it's been a real pleasure. And please invite me back. You're right? a real upbeat lady. Nice, well, nice thank you. Uh, hearing from thank you. Okay. Good Have a good lady. night. Okay, you Have too. Have a great Bye -bye. night. And uh, that's our show. Uh, any last thoughts? Finest, Sierra, Grandpa? Well, I I, uh, I enjoyed the show. I, I said Towards the, at near the beginning of the program, that it's very refreshing for me to get on this. You know, you have your day-to-day -day issues with life, and when I get on here, it, it kind of takes me away from other things, and I really enjoy it. It's nice working with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And the woman couldn't have been that old because she said she had what an eighty-two-year-old grandmother, uh, mother, eighty-two-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're our oldest guest we've ever had, Grandpa. Reigning champ. Yeah. No. Well, I hope you guys uh, have a good week, and uh, I'm going to split now because I have some things to do. Any any last thoughts, Sierra Finest? Uh, we started with technology. We ended with technology. Um, vote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I saw a sign uh, on somebody, and it said. Um, 
make America sane again. <laughs> I saw somebody had a, just taken like, you know, those short like paddle boards. Somebody had taken one of those and I guess just nailed it to a street light. And like, it looks like they just took a Sharpie and just wrote Joe plus Kamala. And <laughs> <laughs> it was like way up high. Like somebody got a ladder and like took the effort, didn't take the effort to buy a sign, which is honestly same, but just like mm. still had to rep, rep the team. And so they got a whole like long ladder and like on this very busy street and nailed this paddle board. Well, we all know it, but it's a very, very important election. Very, yeah, yeah. yeah. I already sent in my ballots. All the New Jersey ones were mailed to us already. So yeah, it's cool. Same. Fi- finest? Any anything? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, well, uh, <laughs> got questions for Pam, but there, I will ask her next time. Okay. Uh, my bad. No, it's good. Uh. No, no, that's it, yeah. Good, good show. Sweet, yeah. I had a lot of fun just for me. Uh, thank you so much, Finest. Thank you to our amazing producer, Sierra. Uh, all of our guests today I thought were lovely. And uh, Grandpa, I love you. Same here. <laughs> I love you. Same. Yeah, yeah, All right, all right. It's getting old. Uh, cool. And uh, that's our show. Thank you guys so much for Podcasting with Grandpa Bart and Rosie Always on his shoulder This is Grandpa and Chill Grandpa and Chill is brought to you by your hosts Brandon Fox, Bart Frank, and Finest Jackson Our producer is Sierra Doss You can find episodes old and new on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show and follow us on Twitter for behind-the-scenes moments you can't get anywhere else.